Bring me back tomorrow. Taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather round the fire. Together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep your eye on the prize. Good morning. This is Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, except Dina's not here today. My name's Terry Phelan. I'm with Living Shelter Architects, and I'm here today with Laura Elfline. Hello, Laura Elfline with Mighty House Construction. And today we are talking about the youth perspective with climate change. It is World Climate Action Day. There's a lot going on in Seattle. There's a lot going on all over the world, and I am so inspired by the youth picking up the ball and really making making their presence known, making their concerns known, and hopefully bringing some of the adults who can actually make the shifts happen um, to the forefront to, to do action. Yeah, there's like 150 countries participating in this today, so really a global effort. Yeah. Um, so just as a setup, a little bit about Laura and I, um, we have been doing one Friday a month for Dina Marie and, um, Laura and I met at the Eco Building Guild. My company, Living Shelter Architects, specializes in, um, sustainable, regenerative design for homes and communities. And um, I've been a member of the Guild for about 20 years and uh, find my tribe there. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm Laura Elfline again. Uh, my company is Mighty House Construction. We do sustainable home remodels. And uh, I also own a second company called Mighty Energy Solutions where we sell infrared heating products. Sort of a stepchild of the heating industry that I couldn't help but not to help promote. Because <laughs> I'm like that sometimes, all the time. <laughs> and also, I've been a, um, a member of the Northwest Eco Building Guild for about 10 years. Um, like Terry said, that's where we met and also find our tribe there because folks aren't only interested in health or only interested in green building or only interested in community building, but they're interested in the whole intersection of all of that and all the things that those things touch. And so it really um, fulfills all of my needs and volunteerism. Yeah, which you spend a lot of time volunteering, <laughs> as we've been talking about. Um, well, climate focus is one of the, the elements of the Northwest Eco Building Guild and really caring for our planet and according to the data on 350.org, um, we are currently at 400 parts per million um, and uh, of, of carbon in our atmosphere, which is a dangerous level. 350 is kind of the, the limit for our planet to be healthy for any kind of a, a long-term future. So we've got some work to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's the effects that are already going on are just mind-blowing. Um, you know, we talked about 
the fact that um, in a previous show we talked about that Lake Washington is even warming up too, and it's affecting us right here in our little niche and the how it's affecting the ecosystem in Lake Washington. But it's also affecting the ice melt, which is happening at much more rapid rate than they ever could model. Um, right. We're, we're years ahead of where they thought we would be for ice melt. Yeah, it totally feels like one of those like John Cusack movies or something where they have all these models go. and it's not what they expected <laughs> and we really need to step it up. Yeah. And we need some heroes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there's um, a lot going on. You know, the lack of potable wa- water in South Africa, um, the fact that storms that are hitting anywhere in the world are harder and heavier and more destructive. And um, with the um, inequities uh, across the world, it's harder to rebuild across all those countries that are being affected. Yeah. So um, I was talking about heroes. We need some heroes. And Greta Thunberg Thunberg has become a touchpoint hero all over the world. She's the Swedish teenager activist who's in the United States right now and helping kind of mobilize a lot of children and young people, young adults, to take to the streets, leave school today. That's a big, you know, school strike day, which I support. I hope I hope there are parents out there that are getting their kids out of school today so that they can be part of this. Um, and I read the other day that the city of Jakarta in Indonesia is moving. That's the city my husband was born in, so it hits home even even more than it might otherwise. But this is a whole city of like 10 million people that they are relocating because the city is both sinking and it's a coastal city. So as the ocean is rising, it's, it's flooding. There isn't going to be... There or there, pretty soon, right. um, and that kind of thing can happen at any coastal city around the world. Right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but this is lift your spirits with <laughs> Dina Marie. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to look at some of the positive things that are happening, and how we can how how we can help that positive vibe continue. Um, We have a guest in the studio today, Rebecca Thayer, and um, she is also in the Eco Building Guild. She's responsible for some of the the things going on with the youth in the area, so I'd like to welcome Rebecca to the show. Hi, Terry. Hi, Laura. Good morning, everybody. First of all, I just want to clarify, I am not necessarily what we'd call a young person, but uh, young, young at heart, and uh, we're going to have some wonderful people who are doing some really on-the-ground organizing who are officially younger people who will be speaking a little bit earlier, or excuse me, a little bit later in the broadcast. And I uh, am a, have been a, a member of the Guild for about a year. I actually am a real estate agent with Infinity Real Estate and Development in Seattle, we focus, uh, you know, we, we do full service, but we really focus on incorporating green into everything that we do because it's what, you know, it's healthy. 
And uh, in my role in the Guild, I got involved with the Guild, actually, because I think there's such a wealth of knowledge there that I think needs to, it's fundamental and it should be dispersed. And, and uh, we need to figure out how to live sustainably. That's all. It's, it, it's, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's all. You got to figure that out. <laughs> so I'm like, you guys know some stuff. Let's figure out how to get that out to a broader population and get them excited about the innovations and creative things that we can do to live better, live healthier. And within that, I uh, was given the honor of being tasked with putting together a youth workshop and in collaboration with some of the extraordinary people who are going to be speaking at this workshop that we're calling Mind Shift, taking place on September 25th, that's next Wednesday, at the Wood Technology Center. Uh, we actually came up in, in, in conversation with that name. I was like, well, what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about jobs, green for green building, and opportunities? And one woman, uh, Meg Hartwig, actually, who's with an amazing organization called Sawhorse Revolution, uh, she came up with, yeah, what we really need to do is shift the way that everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Again, that's all. So <laughs> so, so we we called the workshop Mind Shift, and it's going to include um, some Meg from Sawhorse Revolution and what they're doing to bring people from all backgrounds together to give them baseline skill sets that also in, that's infused with green elements and equity and sustainability in the work that they do. They build um, homes for homeless individuals. They do green construction. They get people real tangible skill sets and have a strong organizing bent. Um, You're going to hear later in this broadcast from Jill McMullaman, who just does amazing work in Seattle with Got Green. Uh, They really are the entity that uh, got the city of Seattle to adopt a Green New Deal, which we've got to figure out what that means, um, and that's an exciting opportunity. We This is a time of innovation, is how I've decided to dwell on this problem. Mm-hmm. It's a time to learn. It's a time to create. It's a time to connect. It's a time to really redefine and understand our place in community and our place in the interwoven life of this planet. Again, that's all. That's, that's, that's where we sit. That's great. And if I could just say really quickly, so it's going to be uh, Jill... Meg, uh, great Greta Cheltbeat from Evergreen Certified is going to be the workshop talking about this great emerging new um, industry of, of environmental certification. And there's going to be job opportunities. And Greta, when we met, she's like, I didn't even realize this job was a job before I got it. So, again, it's a, we're at a time of creation. Um, and then we're also going to have uh, Katie Chaplin from the Wood Technology Center speak. Uh, so the workshop, MindShift, is going to be at the Wood Technology Center. We're going to have an, a host of other wonderful people there. They're going to uh, have in- internship opportunities for younger people. Um, it's Wednesday, sep- uh, September 25th, Wood Technology Center. You can find out more on the Northwest Eco Building Guild's website. Uh, we also have uh, a Facebook event, so look for MindShift, and we would love to have people join we're saying youth means people from 15 to 35. So look forward to seeing you there. And we will be going to commercial in just a second. And right afterwards, we'll have a climate activist, a 14-year-old climate activist, Liana Palmer, will be joining us over the phone. We'll see you soon. Give me back tomorrow. taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. 
Gather round the fire, together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground, keep your eye on the prize. Oh, don't turn away. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Come visit my favorite retreat destination, Dolphin Touch Wellness Center, located in Okapa'a Town on the island of Kauai. With its divine and spiritual portals and special healing energies, Dolphin Touch Wellness Center offers a full spectrum of sessions, classes, workshops, and Kauai adventures. The gift shop carries fun gifts, books, and enlightening tools for your own enjoyment. Dolphin Touch Wellness Center specializes in a new healing modality that involves energy work and body work combined. My good friend and owner, Jeannie Russell, calls the technique Dolphin Touch. Jeannie and I invite you to come to Kauai and experience the spirit of the dolphins and connect with their love, joy, and playfulness. For upcoming retreats and events, visit dolphintouch.org or call Jeannie Russell at 808-822-4414. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The Guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash Seattle today. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, but today with Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline. Terry is the um, principal and architect at Living Shelter Architects, and I am the co-owner of Mighty House Construction. Today we have with us a smattering of guests that are going to come in and out throughout the show. 
um, talking about the youth perspective on climate change. And um, the focus today is also on the Global Climate Action Day, September 20th, 2019. Yeah. So we have Rebecca Sayer of Infinity Real Estate in the uh, studio with us today. And then hello, <laughs> we've got um, to start this segment, we have Liana uh, Hi. on the line um, to give us some of that youth pers perspective. Liana, can you tell us just a little bit about who you are? Um, well, I'm a 14-year-old, and I'm currently a freshman at West Seattle High School. I've been pretty involved in climate activism for most of the amount of time that I've been able to be aware of it. <laughs> My mom's a pretty big climate activist, environmentalist, so I've always been told the truth, and I've never really been shielded from the fact of what happened yeah. and what is continuing to happen. And yeah, I think it's something that parents shouldn't be shielding their kids from, yeah. kids from mm -hmm. because it's such an important issue to talk about and to shield them. It's not benefiting them. It's actually hurting your kids, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, Liana. It's uh, definitely a challenging topic. I, I talk with my kids who are just a year younger than you about it all the time. And um, it's, it's, it's hard, I think, uh, when you're younger, because I remember <laughs> it being hard, to really grasp the bigger world and really understand how your daily actions affect a global system. And I really, exactly. um, it's exciting that you and other kids like you are um, involved. So tell us about a little bit about the program at school that you're involved with. Um, well, at my school right now, I'm not really involved with any um, climate interesting. Um, I just started um, high school. I'm a freshman at West Seattle High, and um, I did a couple days ago on Wednesday. I showed up to Earth Club, which I was pretty excited about and interested in, but it wasn't exactly what I expected. Mm -hmm. um, it seems that I was the most educated person there <laughs> on what was happening. And um, they didn't even know about, like, what Fridays for the Futures was. So that was a little disappointing. Hmm. But maybe I can start to take a leadership role in it and right. actually start to help um, at my school. So I'm going to try and take that on and see what happens. Oh, I actually, um, I told my English teacher, I reminded him about the march, and now he's going to it because of me, so... That's kind of cool. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, taking a leadership position with that group, um, I thank you for doing that. And I know from experience that by teaching others, you learn more yourself because you go digging for answers to be able to speak to things a little more deeply. And so you end mm -hmm. up learning a lot when you're teaching other people. So good for yeah. for all sides. And hey, Liana, this is Rebecca. And I just wanted to um, clarify for the audience, um, 
Fridays for the Future, that's uh, what Greta Thunberg had started, right, in Sweden? Yeah. Can you tell us what that is? Um, it's where people and, well, mainly kids all over the world, Greta, she started it. Um, they would strike on, I think she strikes most of, she, I think she strikes every day, but she started the program where um, kids and um, people going, it would be for schools and other things too. They would strike on Fridays and she sat outside the parliament. But um, we, I went to a few in Seattle and we would meet outside Cal Anderson Park and then um, march around West Seattle protesting. But it's just kind of something to show, I guess, kids, um, kids kind of stepping up and showing that, like, we do care. And it's her making an impact. And it's definitely made an impact. I mean, she was nominated for a World Peace Award. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, we were talking earlier how she's really become a hero to a lot of people, and we need heroes right now. So, um, mm-hmm. what kind of role does climate change play in your life on a daily basis? How do you see it? Well, personally, it's really played in a life since I was old enough to be able to really understand what it was. Because when you're little, like you were saying, it is kind of hard to grasp it. But you do start, you get older and you start to understand. Even like at seven or eight, I was pretty into it. And that's, I think I was seven when I went to my first, I went for a plant for the planet kids training with my mom. And we brought our little, our dog, who was a puppy then. Mm-hmm. That was quite cute. <laughs> but I've always thought of it as being um, really unfair, honestly, because um, it's just, other generations didn't have to worry about it. So it sort of sucks that we have to worry about it. Like anytime, honestly, when I'm at a protest or something, I'd more so rather be doing something that I love to do. I'd rather be at a soccer game or playing soccer or reading or hanging out with friends or things that normal kids get to do or should be doing. Like on my 12th birthday, I had to miss my soccer game and I had to go to another climate training and looking back now, I'm glad I went and grateful. But, like, at the time, I was pretty upset because mm-hmm. I wanted to go and play soccer. But the reality we're in, you can't, we don't always have time to do that. And we have to start making an impact and caring mm-hmm. more about what's going to happen because it's just so unfair basically the older generations willingly willingly handed this to me and knowing that these effects might happen and are happening and since my parents and their generation and older generations never had to worry about it it's not fair that I have to worry about not seeing my future and I can't if you're talking about the future and people are like oh what do you want to be when you grow up you don't at my state like I don't know if I'm going to have these opportunities and they mess with my future, which is just, it's so wrong when you think about it because we are the kids of this, that generation and older generations that are doing it. So when you think about it, they're doing it to their kids, which is a really hard thing to grasp. And I think, I don't know. I don't think it's right. And yeah, it's definitely played a big part of my life being, 
as my mom is a really big climate activist. I'm really grateful for that. But, yeah. So I hear you, Liana, and it's really heavy, but there must be some things that give you hope. And um, are there... Are there things that you're seeing in in um, actions that are being taken today, or or thing things that you notice around you that give you hope? Well, seeing all the youth, youth activism does give me hope. Um, learning that um, Amazon has really taken a big step into it has been pretty nice and comforting to hear. Seeing as they're from Seattle, so you can think, oh. We're actually doing a difference here. Like, they've invested lots of money in electric cars. And I think I heard something like 1,000 people at Amazon are going to be walking out today. So that's really helpful. All the organizations do give me hope. Mm -hmm. To see there is such a smart amount of youth that are fighting and are trying to make a difference and change. To see even um, we have... We had someone, um, I knew her, I used to go to school with her, I don't remember, Jamie, I can't remember her last name, but she's a big climate activist. She started the program Zero Hour, and just a couple days ago, she, her, Greta, and two more um, climate activists met with Congress, and to see that she's gone that far, and she started out just kind of like me and people here. She got involved around my age when she was my age, and now she's a senior. And to see that she's done that much in a pretty short amount of time is really inspiring. Yeah. And she cares a lot, so I think she'll definitely go far. And if she, if we have the time to do that, and if we do start to make change, but that does give me hope. Try and and keep keep that spark of hope because that will help you take that next step. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. I was thinking about this earlier today and how um wow, busy my life is and how hard it is to make a decision to be at the climate strike today. Um which starts at nine o'clock and goes till about three with the march itself starting around noon. But um mm-hmm. and I was thinking but what I what I really need when I'm exhausted and tired and fighting all the time and trying to push forward initiatives that are really important in our world is you need community. <laughs> and nothing like a community mm-hmm. than being surrounded by thousands and thousands, hopefully huge numbers of people that, um, that are all coming together for that, that single purpose. Like Terry and I started with the show and coming together in community really helps keep us inspired. And I think, um, Finding, finding those tribes for you, Liana, will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. We, we are going to need to go to a break, so I'm going to thank you for joining us today. It's been really good to hear your perspective. Thanks. And um, go out there and, and make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> and don't doubt that your voice matters. It really Absolutely. matters. It, yeah, it really does. The system is supposed to work. It's how a democracy is supposed to work, so good for you yeah thank you liana thank you this is laura elfline and terry phelan with lift your spirits with dina marie we'll be back in just a minute 
Living Shelter Architects offers innovative design solutions for healthy and resilient homes, restorative small businesses, and mission-driven organizations with the goal of positively impacting our community and our planet. They strive to make sustainable design affordable and accessible. Based in Issaquah, Washington, they serve their Pacific Northwest clients from the San Juan Islands to the Yakima wine country. For a free consultation, visit livingshelter.com today. Aloha! Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tourist spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. Are you looking for a place to plan your next gathering or retreat? If so, the historic Captain Whidbey Inn, located on Penn Cove on beautiful Whidbey Island, is waiting for you. At the Captain Whidbey Inn, you can step back into time and enjoy a 100-year tradition of outstanding waterfront dining and lodging. The inn is an ideal setting for retreats, conferences, family reunions, and other gatherings. With a variety of historic and modern accommodations, the inn offers original log-walled rooms, the romantic privacy of the waterfront cabin, or the modern conveniences of the larger lagoon rooms. One of the great things about the inn is that one doesn't need to travel far in any direction to enjoy the feeling of getting away from it all. Your group can enjoy fine dining at the inn with a spectacular view that includes Mount Baker, bird watching, and marine wildlife. For more details on planning your next retreat, conference, or overnight stay, visit CaptainWidby.com. Mighty House Construction is a family business that knows a well-crafted, comfortable, and healthy home can also be resilient, eco-friendly, and energy efficient. They also know that a home that uses less energy to do more things is a home that is built right and will save you money every day. Mighty House Construction has been bridging comfort quality, and sustainability in Seattle homes for more than 10 years. See their work and learn more about their process at MightyHomeConstruction.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Give me back tomorrow, taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather around the fire. Together we will rise Keep your feet on the ground Keep your eye on the prize Oh, don't turn away, no Don't go back Next train's coming Down the track Whether you are Whenever it takes We will stand free We will stay See 
place in the world Throw your dreams and you lost Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. This is Terry Phelan with Living Shelter Architects here with Laura Elfline and Rebecca Sayer. And um, we have been talking about the youth perspective with uh, of climate change, with today being Global Climate Strike Day, and really bringing in some great positive efforts by local people to um, forward the the youth um, activism and and their hope. So um, we do have a phone-in guest. Yes, I, I'm excited uh, that Joe McMullaman from Got Green is able to join us this morning. Got Green has been doing tremendous work, uh, predominantly around South Seattle, but throughout the city, bringing in all voices to the table uh, and helping usher in great things like the city of Seattle adopting the Green New Deal. And now we got to figure out what that's going to be, which is exciting. And uh, Jill, really glad you're able to join us. I know you're probably so busy this morning, but uh, just wanted to hear about what's going on at Organizing Wise and what people can plug into and and just kind of your sense of the energy of, of how important this day is. Yes. Um, hi. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm Jill. I'm with Scott Green. Um, we've been really, uh, yeah, just been a pretty wild uh, year. Um, even though we've been around for 10 years and we've been doing campaigns to um, um, forward like a green economy for our communities in Seattle, um, this last few months have been especially exciting. Um, we've been having town halls, listening sessions. Lemonade stands, <laughs> uh, door knocking days, <laughs> conversations everywhere. Um, and the biggest thing about the Green New Deal that we want to see in, in Seattle for our communities is that we want to make sure everyone's climate resilient um, and that we're addressing, um, you know, economic and racial injustices uh, so that we can have a healthier economy, um, so that we can also have a healthier planet. Um, yeah, and Coming up in uh, next week, we actually have a listening session, more like a town hall at El Centro de la Raza, uh, which is in Beacon Hill on the, uh, coming up this weekend, my bad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now you're doing uh, a lot. 20, I know, I, I got to get my calendar straight. It's uh, the 21st. Yes, okay. there we go. This so Saturday at El Centro de la Raza, we're having a Green New Deal um, town hall. Uh, and, and yeah, and we will, we've been having a lot of these, and it's a way for us to talk with the community, uh, what are their priorities, um, things like, uh, or, or is it like economic development and green jobs? It's like one of the... Uh, major parts of a Green New Deal uh, guaranteed living wage work. Um, is it around the health care, the child care, um, or is it around like 
ensuring there's enough tree canopy or parks and green spaces. It's, it's really all year. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. Um, but it's also particular to um, uh, the different neighborhoods in our city, mm-hmm. uh, the different communities. Um, we know that even the fact that we're talking about a Green New Deal, there's no one size fit all. And so a Green New Deal has to be particular to the community's need and what's going on on the ground. So this Jill, is I'm something wondering... that, oh, yeah. That is so awesome, and I, I love the way Got Green approaches your, your work. It's so important. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you could speak to just, I don't know, activism. The, the sense of activism today is, is a uh, really remarkable day around the globe where people are speaking out, getting together, choosing to strike and, and voice our concerns for our future and our planet. Um, what what are your thoughts of the significance of this and the significance of, you know, the things we're passing locally in terms of how we can pr- improve, change, and activate the the term that you used, climate resilience. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I that's a hopeful way of looking at it. It's like for us to be resilient, it's okay. It'll it'll flow around us. We'll we'll find mm-hmm. our way through. Yeah. What are, what and, are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, for for a lot of people, like when we look at the world and what's going on in in it, and I think um, it can be really disheartening um, sometimes. Um, but I, I feel like for folks who are impacted or for people on the front line, we don't really have a choice but to take action um, once you, mm-hmm. they say, like, once you see an injustice or feel an injustice, you're moved, you're moved to do something. And I think the, the very act of activism is, is, is such a crucial thing to moving our, our, our society forward. And often it is the youth who are pushing um, and 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 speaking out um, first and foremost, um, alongside with the people who are impacted too. Um, there is, we are in a crisis, and we have two choices really right now: is to stay status quo or really fight. Like, um, and I, I I don't think it's the climate that we're really fighting, but really the system that's creating the climate change and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people know that um, we have a very, um, yeah, we're 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 in a, a very serious situation, and so the the fact that people are rising up all over the country is really inspiring, all over the world, um, actually. And uh, yeah. I hope it inspires other people. I'm inspired. Uh, Me too. I think. Um, yeah, I wasn't. Um, an activist when in my youth days, I, I um, but I was moved to action through um, the community and through Got Green um, ten years ago, um, and today, like I think I'm hoping other people hear that call, and because we're gonna need everybody to move us forward. I think one of the things I was reading uh, on 350.org's website was that climate change is not just an environmental issue. And that's like such mm-hmm. an important statement. It's a social, social justice issue. It's an economic issue. It's a, 
life issue. <laughs> it's not yeah. a, just an environmental yeah. issue. And I think for you know the past 40, 50 years, as we as the environmental movement came up, people were like, oh, we can do this thing, you know, help save the planet. Okay, well, it's actually helped save lives and mm-hmm. it's helped save economies and... Um, we, we all live on this planet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that there was a large disconnect and I think um, it's taken a while to bring the connections together, um, but it, I think we're doing a better job of that, of bringing, you know, the diverse coalitions that need to come together, whether it be social... Um, marginalized communities, universities, everyone that uh, can um, have that has ears <laughs> and that has the ability to to hear a message or um, read a message that is being activated to stand up and take action. And I really appreciate the work that Got Green does. Um, mm-hmm. You can learn more at gotgreenseattle.org about Got Green's work. I know that. My company has engaged with Got Green on a number of different levels from supporting volunteers for your organization um, as well as um, uh, trying to connect over the years with some of um, the folks that are being trained in green building and excited about green building and having them involved with either the Eco Building Guild or my company, Mighty House Construction, and just trying to get that excitement and um, activism into the industries that are going to help make the change. And I want to just underscore that I, I view this, and, and we at Infinity Real Estate, but just view this, we are, at, we are at a precipice of some kind in our culture, in the world, in the state of this planet. And we, are, we still have choices that we can make. We're, we're running out of, of you know, the, the road is not long there, but we are still, I believe, at a place where we can make decisions. And I hope that this day really sparks that, sense of possibility and innovation uh, in in those who participate and those who witness this strike. Um, certainly, my company's standing for this because it's like we, we want to stand for the future of, of the communities that we live in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an opportunity for us all to make our voices heard and for... Um, for community, as we have been talking about today, and and being in community with others who are along a similar path and have similar goals, just strengthens us all. It's like a synergy. When we come together, we become more than the sum of our parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so excited about today. We are needing to go to a break. So um, this is Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, but with Terry Phelan and Laura Elfline. Thanks, Jill. Thanks, and Jill. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, um, have a great day today. I um, And keep your energy up. <laughs> yeah, will do. We thank appreciate you for you. all the organizing you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate you all. Okay. All right. We'll be we'll back in a minute.
Interested in green building energy efficiency and sustainable practices? Register now for the 2019 Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit. The annual event is back for another weekend of remarkable case studies and expert advice at the University of Washington in Seattle, October 25th and 26th. Meet local architects, builders, interior designers, and other eco-conscious experts. Hear from keynote speaker Stacy Smedley, Director of Sustainability at Skanska USA Building, and Moment of Inspiration speaker Sarah Vander Zandin, Director of Facing Homelessness. Mingle with like-minded professionals and enjoy food and drinks included with your ticket. Head to northwestgreen.org to purchase your tickets now. The Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit is sponsored by the Northwest Eco Building Guild, a nonprofit community concerned with ecological building and long-term sustainability in the Pacific Northwest. Longing for deep transformation? If so, join Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr at the Lodge at Cedar Springs in Cedro Woolley for their personal transformation intensive retreat. Learn how to release the past and create the life you love in a conscious community. Say yes to one weekend per month for five months starting October 11th and change your life. Visit Personal Transformation with Lisa Flowers and Jamie Starr on Facebook or call 425-864-7145. Invest in yourself today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. However, today it's being hosted by myself, Laura Elfline of Mighty House Construction and Terry Phelan of Living Shelter Architects. And today we've been chatting about the youth perspective on climate change on this really sort of critical day, this really important day of the global climate action. Um, in Seattle, there's going to be a strike that starts at 9 o'clock this morning at Cal Anderson Park with lots of activities and trainings on how to mobilize. Um, really impressed with all the different trainings that are going on and teaching youth and, and adults <laughs> how to mobilize and, um, and be active and activate your communities. Um, starts at 9 and then around noon folks will be gathering to start a march down to City Hall and activities will continue down there until about 3 o'clock. So this is Terry Phelan with Living Shelter Architects. Uh, Laura and I are both members of the Northwest Eco Building Guild. That's our tribe and this kind of community action is right up our alley. We also have in our studio today Rebecca Sayre from Infinity Real Estate, and she's also a member of the Eco Building Guild and um, participating in today's strike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we just feel that it, our business is honored to support this global day of action. Uh, 
again, I often joke that as a real estate agent, we do real estate, but we really want to support and promote in every way we can green building and sustainability because we just have to figure out how to live sustainably on this planet, which is is a huge undertaking, but also maybe not, maybe I, I think there's a lot of ways we can innovate and learn. And uh, part of doing that is standing in the light of what's happening in our world and 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 holding I don't just holding our space in a way that 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 we are speaking for justice we are speaking for action we are speaking for community and and um, I'm honored to be here and and be able to promote I I was just saying I think this is a really important day around the world Mm -hmm. and I think that protesting being civically engaged, um, it can be it can be very effective, and and I hope today is a is a watershed moment. It yeah. can also be very empowering for mm-hmm. people who are participating, as well as for those who cannot participate but feel that they are being represented. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I I think we're. I was thinking about the fact that it's sometimes really hard to be participatory (laughs) 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 with all the other pulls on time and um and yet for me being active on climate and and things that affect the health of our planet is the most important if you there's all sorts of really important issues going on in our world in our city in our country right now and yet without a healthy planet to live on and to participate in, none of that will exist. And so climate really becomes, for me, the, the thing that pulls all the other pieces together, the social justice, women's issues, all mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. come together under climate change for me. Yeah. There's a quote here that I'm going to read just because I, I want to get it right. The only way we will be strong enough to put pressure on governments and stand up to the fossil fuel industry is if we all work together. That means bringing people together and building diverse coalitions, from students to labor unions, human rights and social justice groups, from marginalized communities and faith groups to universities, business owners like us, and all those who believe in the need for transformational change. Let's do this. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the ways that Terry and I engage on a daily, weekly basis is through, like she mentioned, our tribe, the Northwest Eco Building Guild. And um, they are experts at getting the word out about sustainable building, green building, and all the, like I was saying, all the connections there of so one of those events that are coming up is next Wednesday, September 25th at the Wood Technology Center. It's called Mind Shift for the Youth Perspective. So it's going to have a host of um, youth organizations involved and tried and connecting all the different pieces about how we further the green building industry and make all these connections to social and environment. It's, if I can just step in real quickly, it's the goal is that it's, it's designed to be really practical, tangible, actionable. So I really encourage people to come when we're saying yeah. young people from age 15 to 35 or those interested in 
things that impact people of those ages, and, and learn how we can plug in and work together and make a difference. Absolutely, absolutely. Following up in October, instead of the Guild's normal monthly education meeting here in Seattle, um, the Regional Guild and the Seattle chapter are coming together in a two-day event called the Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit. It's occurring October 25th and 26th. The Slam is sort of like your TED Talks kind of program, but all about mm. green building. It's inspirational. It's exciting. We have 10 presenters that each have 10 minutes. You sit in this room for almost two and a half hours, but it feels like <laughs> it feels like 15 minutes. There is a break. It's in amazing. There. Everybody and there's good food yeah. and there's drinks, and, <laughs> and everybody leaves feeling inspired and engaged. And again, around feeling in, involved with community, and that they're not the only one thinking about this issue and trying wow. to do something about it. And um, it's a really exciting event. Followed by the second day is a more workshop-oriented, conference kind of format. It's an all-day event where we dive deeper into um, the different topics. And all that information for the SLAM and Summit is available at northwestgreen.org or startwithecobuilding.org, which is the Northwest um, Eco Building Guild's main website. Um, so you can Mind Shift more. can also be found there, and we also have a Facebook event. If you just search for Mind Shift. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Join us. And and the summit actually isn't just about green building. There's some social equity, Absolutely. social justice uh, topics that are going to be um, delved into in a workshop format. Last year, um, we had some great youth workshops happening, um, and I see that we're diving deeper into yeah. that this year as yep. we recognize that you, the youth perspective is so important. And, you know, that's the future. The youth are the future of this country and the world. Yeah. We, we need to be able to include them to help make the decisions that will allow that future to be somewhere they want to be yeah. and, and a place they can actually raise their own families. I'm fighting for that. Uh, I think we all are. Yeah, absolutely. It's I've been a full show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. We've, you know, between Rebecca's work on uh, the Mind Shift event for the Eco Building Guild and having Liana Palmer on talking about what's going on in West Seattle High School and her perspective on climate change, and Jill with Got Green Seattle, who is one of the organizers of the climate strike today it's it's been a lot to take in lots of hope lots of inspiration yeah I appreciate and I, you listening I want to thank Dina Marie for inviting us into the studio to kind of take over once a month <laughs> we're having a lot of fun with this I think she's in Hawaii right now which is good for her <laughs> <laughs> so this is lift your spirits with Dina Marie my name is Terry Phelan with Living Shelter Architects. I'm Laura Elfline with Mighty House Construction. We'll see you next month. Have a great day. We'll stay up all night and we'll howl out a tune. Getting chased by the moon angels.